What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Something Cinematic, the movie and television podcast where we talk about what we've been watching. Uh, my name is George Lopez, and this is episode number... 41. All right, and thank you so much, Frank, the Something Cinematic Friendly Robot, for keeping track of our episode numbers. Again, you're the best. Thank you very much. Guys, it's just me today. Uh, no, Mike Gonzalez, my co-host, is not here. Uh, you know, and I, you know, I bet you're wondering, George, what's going on? It's been two months. Where you been, huh? Well, let me tell you. First of all, don't talk to me like that. Second of all, marathon training, man. It's a bitch. It really is. It's been really time-consuming. Um, so we haven't been able to release you know, that much content on a more consistent basis, even though we promised you guys that. Uh, I'm sorry. Shit. Lay off me. Come on. But we will. We will. We're going to move back to our regular format soon enough. Just wait a couple more weeks, guys. Marathon. October 11th. Oh, my God. Two more weeks. But, yeah, once once we get once I uh, get through that, we're going to be releasing more stuff. We're going to have, you know, more guests on. It's going to be fun. Play some more trivia games and all that good stuff. Talk about the movies and, and shows you want to hear about. So, just be patient, man. Chill out. We'll get there. We're here now. We're going to talk about some stuff now. So let's do it. Let's get right to it, right? You know, hey, if you want to listen to one of our older episodes and if this is your first time listening, if you want to check out what it's like in our regular format, you can absolutely do so at somecinema.com, guys. Head there right now. We have a list of movies that we talk about for every episode, you know, in our description. So if you're interested in something and you want to hear what we've, you know, what we thought about that movie or TV show, just scroll, scroll on down. We have a, you know, like Frank told you, there's a bunch of episodes uh, that we've already released. Um, but anyways, we're going to get right to it, guys. I'm going to talk about a handful of things because, I, like I said, I wanted to, I really wanted to just release something out there. You know, there's a bunch of shit, uh, a bunch of shite that I've watched uh, recently. So I figured I'd put something out there for you guys and maybe recommend a couple of, couple of short movies. So here we go. Let's talk about Wet Hot American Summer. Let's talk, everyone else is talking about it. Why can't we? Let's do it. All right, Wet Hot American Summer, guys. It's this pretty incredible thing. Um, it actually started back in 2001. All right, so right now you you might have heard about it. It's a it's a you know short series on Netflix, um, eight episodes long. But you know it's based on the movie Wet Hot American Summer from back in 2001, um, and it was directed by David Wayne. And written by David Wayne with Michael Showalter. So, guys, this became a cool classic over time. Like I said, it was released in 2001. It's a movie about these camp counselors uh, at this place called Camp Firewood. And it takes place in 1981. So, it's kind of a funny thing. You know, a bunch of these 20-something actors, uh, you know, 20-something-year-old actors playing teenagers at, at this camp was pretty hilarious back in 2001, right? Um, the movie became a cult classic partially because of the cast. The cast is phenomenal, guys. It's it's pretty incredible. Um, a lot of these guys became big stars, so it's kind of cool to see them reunite for the TV show as well, playing the same damn characters, and and the you know like in the same that same time period. It's kind of funny. Um, but anyways, the movie, the movie stars you know Amy Poehler, Paul Rudd. Uh, Michael Ian Black, Bradley Cooper, you know Molly Shannon, J- Janine Garofalo, Janine Garofalo, uh, David High Pierce, and you know the list goes on and on and on. Elizabeth Banks, 
you know, uh, just a bunch of people, man. It's really cool, like, that they got this humongous cast that, they, and, and they actually blew up over time. It's a really super funny comedy, kind of wacky, like, super wacky. Uh, you know, David Wayne has actually gone on to do a lot more uh, work in television. He's directed episodes of um, uh, Children's Hospital, New Girl, you know, and a few other things here. He, he, he made a, he directed a couple of other movies. But, but you know, and you can tell there's a difference between the movie and the, and the series right now because it just looks, you know, a lot better. Uh, the directing is, is a lot better. The writing's a little bit better. Um, but the comedy is still there, guys. I Seriously, if you guys haven't watched the movie, I highly recommend you go watch it. Like I said, it's a tremendous cast, super funny, really wacky, kind of over-the-top, you know, over-the-top humor. Hey, I, I dig it. And, and, and it, it has aged... Well, I would say, um, it's, like I said, it became a cult classic over time. It wasn't super popular back when it was released, and now it's a you know big thing, um, partially because of that cast, man. These, these guys went out to do great things, like I said. So, um, so yeah, so they decided to make it a series now too, um, and everyone came back. You know, they all they all came back, and they actually added even more great actors to you know to the series. Jason Schwartzman, John Hamm. Uh, Kristen Wiig, like it, the list goes on and on, man. It's it's a humong- humongous cast, super cool, really funny, and you know if you like that, you know like really silly comedies. Like uh, I'm I'm not, I'm not sure if you're too, too familiar with Children's Hospital, um, but that's kind of funny. It's like really over the top humor, but but a bunch of charming characters. They're really you know really likable. Some of them are really not. You know, that's actually kind of what I like about the Paul Rudd character. He's really obnoxious in the movie, but they added some depth to this character this this season, you know? And I thought that was kind of a cool thing that they did. And they did that to some of the other characters, like Elizabeth Banks as well. They definitely built her character up. And and it's so funny how everything kind of ties into each other because the series is actually a prequel to the movie. Um, So it's kind of funny how they tied everything, how they tied it all up, up together at the end of the series. In order to get all the characters to the place they were at at the beginning of the movie. Um, and it's also funny because obviously a lot of these people are a lot older and they're still playing the same, like, bunch of teenagers. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty pretty uh, funny to see. Like, Michael Michael Showalter, I love you, man. But you really, you really went for it, you know. Yeah, Michael Showalter plays Coop and... Uh, yeah, he has not aged very well, I would say. Um, and he kind of plays into it, you know. Like, like I said, Michael Showalter is also the writer of of the uh, of the movie and the series, and he kind of pokes fun at himself because he's gained a lot of weight and everything, and he kind of wears a ridiculous outfit for the whole series and and this ridiculous wig. But you know, it's it's all in, in fun, and that's that's kind of you know these guys have a great sense of humor. It's it's uh. You know, it's well worth it. You know, it's only eight episodes long. But, you know, like a lot of people are... There's been discussion about whether you should check out the movie for first or the series because the series is actually a prequel. If you haven't seen any of it, I would say if you never watched the movie, watch the movie first. Because it actually helps you appreciate those kinds of things in the series, you know? It helps you appreciate, like, you, you just watching them in the movie... Everyone looks so young and everything, and 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 just watching them later, 
And it just kind of adds to the ridiculousness of it if you watch the series later because it's supposed to be a prequel and everyone's so much older. They look so much different, but they're playing young people. It just it just makes it even more effective, I feel like. So so check it out, guys. What Hot American Summer. It's on Netflix. Um, only eight episodes long. They're really short episodes, too. They're only like 20 to uh, a little over 20 minutes long. So the movie's not too long itself either. It's probably like an hour and a half or so. So it's totally worth it. Everyone's talking about it, and deservedly so. It's freaking hilarious. All right, so let's move on. Let's talk about another comedy. Let's stay in the same genre. All right, so let's talk about Will Ferrell. Um, Will Ferrell recently released this new um, HBO special called Ferrell Takes the Field. It's it's a documentary, a really short documentary. So it follows Will Ferrell's attempt to play... 10 different positions on 10 different Major League Baseball teams. It's at spring training, though, so, you know, those games that don't really count in the beginning of the year. But it's it's kind of an incredible premise, man. Like, it's kind of cool. Like, Will Ferrell is just comedic genius. Um, he really is. He's awesome. I love the guy. Uh, so I was really excited to check this out because it combines two of my favorite, or three of my favorite things, Will Ferrell, comedy, and baseball. However, I will say this. Look. When you're trying to play in 10 different Major League Baseball teams in one day, things can get a little hectic, right? I mean, I'd imagine the scheduling of the whole event was kind of a pain in the ass. And it kind of it kind of comes through in the production as well. Like, everything feels really rushed. It's really sloppy. Um, because of that, I feel like some of the, the comedy aspect of it really takes a big hit. So... Yeah, it just feels very rushed. It's really short. It's like a forty-five, uh, or like a like about a fifty-minute documentary. And I don't know. I just didn't think they. I don't think it's as good as as they, you know, expected it to be. Um, it just, like I said, it just feels really rushed. You know, he's 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 really trying to hurry up and get from one place to another across uh, the state of Arizona. You know, at these different uh, baseball stadiums, and and it just it just seems so hectic. And you're even when they try to slow it down for you at times, they try to put in those little short interviews with Farrell, uh, talking about his experiences and throwing a, you know a few quick jokes at you. It still just never really settles in. You know, like it it still felt like kind of a mess. I should say, yeah. It just still really felt like kind of a mess. Uh, unfortunately, you know, because like I had some not necessarily high expectations for for the, the the movie, but but you know, it's Will Ferrell. You want you want to laugh, you know, your ass off the whole time, and especially with the like I said, the concept of it uh, was kind of you know interesting. But it just it just didn't really it didn't really work out too well. Uh, I feel like it, they could have done a lot more with it. Uh, but you know what can you do when you when you're trying to accomplish something so ambitious? You know, I mean, it was a very ambitious goal playing for ten teams in one day like that. You know, with many miles in between stadiums. Yeah, I don't know. It, I thought it was okay. Uh, so is it worth checking out? I mean, like I said, it's only it's only fifty minutes long. So if you like Will Ferrell, you might you know get a little kick out of it. Uh, it just it just don't expect too much. The cool thing about it was, though, that they were doing it for charity, so he was able to raise a lot of money for charity. So, yay, hooray for that. All right, so let's move on. Let's keep this thing going, man. Let's keep it going. So, I watched Seven Days in Hell, and Seven Days in Hell is a fictional documentary uh, that HBO aired. It's a really short 
short film. It's only 43 minutes long. It's about these two great uh, tennis players um, played by Andy Samberg and Kit Harrington. Yes, Jon Snow of Game of Thrones. Um, so they're big rivals and they play this epic tennis match that takes place uh, in 2001. It's almost shot like a like an ESPN special. Like It's almost like one of those 30 for 30s, right? This is pretty freaking hilarious guys uh andy sandberg man like he's he just continues to be this extremely creative uh force right now in hollywood and this one of the reasons why this guy's having such a great career is because he's able to come up with these original ideas like this you know and it is and this is just another successful um attempt by by sandberg to to create uh an original uh comedic story and and skit it's pretty much like a almost like a very long digital short uh you guys are familiar with digital shorts from snl this is like one of those sketches but it's just a really a lot longer and it's yeah man he, he just continues to put out really good stuff and 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 uh continues to be really creative uh comedically and it really comes through you know his talents definitely come through uh with this one um, so a little bit more about the actual uh, the actual movie. So Andy Samberg's character, he plays this really over the top um, kind of party boy, you know, like that that young, you know, very popular athlete that that's all about drugs and sex and rock and roll, you know, that kind of thing. That just happens to be a really good uh, tennis player. But he plays it to perfection, man. He got he has this this huge fake kind of Andre Agassi type wig it's kind of like a total uh hairband you know hairstyle uh that he dons for this thing it's kind of cool um so that's kind of funny and and yeah he's, he's all hopped up on drugs and everything yeah so it's it's pretty funny and, and Kit Harrington plays this this young English you know more straight-laced uh tennis player so their personalities clash and they have this epic uh, match that lasts seven days, and just the way you know the reasons why it lasts seven days are are pretty freaking hilarious. Uh, this is this is definitely more of the kind of comedy that that if if you enjoyed Wet Hot American Summer, uh, you would probably enjoy this, even though it's a little bit more more vulgar. I would say uh, it's it's pretty hilarious, man. Andy Samberg, seriously, like I said, has just been killing it lately. Uh, the guy's just great, man. He's a great writer. A uh, really funny actor, and he's just—he's been killing it. He's been killing it, and he definitely kills it with this. You guys should really check it out. It's only, like I said, about forty-something minutes long. Um, totally worth your time. So let's keep it going. Once again, uh, let's stick. Once again, comedy. I don't know. I guess I just realized. I guess I've been really into the comedies lately, man. This is another documentary, guys. Uh, it's called Tig. Yep, Tig Nataro. Have you guys heard of Tig Notaro? I really hope you have because she's pretty incredible. She's a great stand-up comic. Um, they have a documentary about her life. She had, she's gone through a lot of stuff lately in the last few years. With uh, And this is kind of uh, a, a documentary about her life and her struggles in the last few years. Dealing with cancer, um, the death of, of, you know, of, of family, and, and just... And her trying to balance that with her stand-up comedy, and and just trying to you know trying to trying to be a survivor 
a cancer survivor and how tough that is. She's, like I said, Tig Notaro is just an incredible person. You really get to, you feel, you get really, you know, attached to her. You get to see what an incredible person she really is, inspiring. And uh, it was very, it was a very powerful documentary, man. It's it's on Netflix. It's an original, a Netflix documentary. And if you're not too familiar with her stand-up, this is the perfect uh, window into that, into in, into the world of Tig Notaro. Uh, and her stand-up comedy, so you should really check it out. And and when you're done with that, if you really enjoyed it, you should watch her special. She recently released a special as well on on HBO. Yeah, it's a uh, boyish girl interrupted. I believe is the name of it. I should have probably looked that up beforehand. But but check out Tig on Netflix. It's a very powerful, really incredible documentary about an incredible and powerful uh, a person, Tig Notaro. Um, so you should really check it out. You're gonna experience a lot of emotions in that one. You're gonna laugh. You're gonna cry. Uh, <laughs> and and it, and those are the best documentaries, man. The ones that can really make you feel and and impact you in, in a in a deep uh, emotional way. And that's what that's what this one does, guys. Um, and then check out once you finish that, you should really check out Boyish Girl Interrupted on uh, HBO. Um, so do that. Do it. All right. Here we go. Last thing. I'm kind of running through it real quickly. You know, that's what I wanted to do. Um, Like I said, we're going to get back to it eventually with more in-depth conversations, more in-depth reviews. Right now, I just wanted to talk about some stuff real quick. And let me just end the show by talking about the Monster Squad. Aw, man. Yup. Monster Squad. 1987 movie. Yup. All right. So let me read you the IMD uh, synopsis. A young group of monster fanatics attempt to save their hometown from Count Dracula and his army of monsters. Whoa. Sounds pretty freaking awesome, right? That's what I thought. That's what I thought, too. When I was a kid, I loved this movie. And you know what? A couple weeks ago, I saw it was on Netflix. So I watched it. (laughs) You know, I played it for the roommates. They were not fans. Never even heard of it. How is that possible? I feel bad for their childhoods. I do. And yours too, if you've never heard of it. No, but it's a really fun movie. Uh, my roommates did not like it. They couldn't even make it halfway through the movie. They walked out. Uh, but it's it's a really fun movie about these kids, like I said, battling monsters. And it was written by Shane Black, you guys. Shane Black. Yeah. The Shane Black from uh, Lethal Weapon. Yeah, he wrote all those movies. And Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. With Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. It's great. Um, He also wrote Iron Man 3. So, check it out. It might not be his best work. It might be a little cheesy. But it's fun. It's a fun movie. And, you know, Halloween's coming up uh, next month. It'd be a really fun movie for you to watch with uh, if you have some... A nephew, a niece. Uh, (laughs) um, You know, or just... If you just want to feel like a kid again, if you watched it when you were a kid, watch it again. It's on Netflix, guys. And don't be assholes like my roommates and talk shit about it the whole time. Those jerks. Hey, let me tell you something. Jason Dykler is a fan. Yup. A few days after this movie, I watched the movie and my and my, and my roommates uh, talk shit about it. Our good friend, DJ Intel, Jason Dykler, he posted on Facebook that... He loves it. He's watched it over a hundred times. Guys, if Jason says it's good, then it is. 
Eat shit, Tommy and Mark. Eat shit. Uh, and, and, you know, like I said, so Jason knows what's up. He, he, he likes good movies. So if he's watched it a hundred times, like he said on Facebook, then it's totally worth watching at least once with, uh, just for fun or with a kid, you know, like it, it's, it's really fun to watch with a niece or nephew, you know, or your kids if you have kids. All right. And if you want, hey guys, Jason was our last uh, guest on the podcast. Yeah, our last episode. We talked about Jurassic World and we played a fun trivia game. So I highly recommend you listen to it if you you haven't. So after you listen to this, go back and listen to our previous episode, which was episode number 40. So yeah, go back and listen to it. And uh, we had a lot of fun. And Jason's a really cool guy, so listen to it. Um, And... and, uh, don't listen to Tommy and Mark and watch Monster Squad because it's really cool, uh, really funny, um, and uh, I enjoy it. So that's it, you guys. That's it. Really quick episode. Um, thank you so much for listening again. And like I said, we're going to come back with our regular format soon enough. Um, hopefully by the middle of October, we'll be releasing another episode, Mike and I. And we'll have some fun, you know, some fun guests and play some fun games or something. I don't know. Uh, maybe we'll talk about Mr. Robot. Dudes, have you watched Mr. Robot? If you have not, you really should. It's on USA. If you have Apple TV, you can definitely watch it on USA. It might be on a website too. I'm not sure. Um, but Mr. Robot, guys, let's talk about that next time. That's going to be a fun discussion. All right, so that's it. Uh, thank you for listening. Remember, like I said, you can find our other episodes at somecinema.com. Oh, and you can also listen to my other uh, podcast. The Few Brews Podcast. We talk about beer. Me and my buddy Tommy. We talk about beer, um, the beer industry, and we try beers while with with uh, some of our friends. Um, so if you're really into craft beer, uh, you should really listen, listen to that. We have a lot of fun putting that together. That's at fewbrewsbeerclub.com. Check it out. Um, and that's it. I think that's it. Yep, I think that's it. That's it. See you later. Talk to you soon. This is George Lopez again. I'm out. 